My name is Chris and I am host of the Stellar Spark Show. And thank you for tuning in today. We're going to be talking about President Trump's recent speech in the Rose Garden yesterday about his opponent, Joe Biden. So President Trump yesterday was talking about how he plans to get the economy to rebound again. And this is yet another episode about the coronavirus pandemic that is still transpiring. So President Trump yesterday was touting that he closed down the border and with China and Canada and Mexico, as well as with the EU. And he was trying to paint Joe Biden as out of touch and associate him with the radical left as well. And I'm not sure how effective this is going to be, but it's certainly a good strategy to start pinning and branding Joe Biden as being basically a member of the radical left, but his record says otherwise throughout the years. Joe Biden's record says that he was more moderate in the U.S. Senate. And as vice president, he served under President Obama, who tended to be also kind of moderate. But more recently, Joe Biden has been trying to make the pitch to Bernie Sanders supporters and the progressives within the Democratic Party. And I hope to do a video on the channel about this as well in, in the near future. Because Joe Biden has to appeal to the left, the far left, if he wants the progressives to get energized and enthusiastic about his candidacy. And in recent years, many candidates have pivoted to the center. If we look at candidates such as Al Gore in 2000, John Kerry in 2004, even I'd say on the Republican side, if you look at Mitt Romney, in 2012, he had to pivot more to the center for the general election, and Romney tended to be more moderate. But in Biden's case, Biden is a moderate, and his record will speak for that. But it's going to be interesting to see if some of these attacks will stick and if voters will be receptive to that or more so that it's going to be about lower turnout which favors the president. So Biden now supports a clean energy plan to invest in clean coal and to phase out some of these other non-renewable energies to get the U.S. on a path towards cleaner energy, whereas President Trump derided that plan by saying that Joe Biden will stymie the energy independence that the U.S. already has uh, with the oil wells and the Keystone Pipeline and other things. But a key constituency that President Trump has is the coal miners. And as we all recall, in 2016, Hillary Clinton said that she would put them out of business. So 
I'm not sure if Biden would do the same thing, but it's going to have the same effects on those people and in the Great Plains region as well and Alaska where they depend a lot on natural gas and oil to run their industries and to produce that. And also Biden pledged to create charging stations on highways in the U.S., which in my opinion is a good idea. Uh, but you would have to install a lot of infrastructure to make that a reality. And he also wants to re-enter the, excuse me, the Paris Climate Accords, which President Trump really abhorred because of its excessive regulations on U.S. businesses and the opportunity for China to take advantage of that, since they have a lot of leverage in these multi lateral negotiations and even with Europe in this case that Trump says that Europe would even get to take advantage of the US so President Trump likes a lot of unilateral or bilateral agreements and in the case of the USCMCA it was excuse me USMCA it was a trilateral so three-party agreement in which the U.S., he believes, has a lot more leverage in those types of negotiations. But that leverage is lost when we talk about the Paris Climate Accords or the some of the other agreements that we were in, like TPP with East Asia. So Joe Biden favors all those, and it's going to be, like I said, interesting to see what happens. But as far as the Rust Belt, a lot of those voters are probably still on President Trump's side and a lot of the unions supported the the trade deal which President Trump also spoke about that Biden supported a lot of these deals that caused manufacturing places to close a lot of plants closed down due to the excessive regulations and higher costs that shipped operations overseas. So he's trying to argue that he brought jobs back and also the tariffs on China, that he's going to be a stronger candidate on China than Joe Biden will be, which he's done in office. I mean, he's done that with the Trump tariffs and he's taken on China's manipulative practices in terms of their currency, in terms of the intellectual property problems that the U.S. had with China. Whereas Joe Biden, as he said, was in office for eight years, and he even said that China is not a problem. So will he take action on China, Biden? Well, he'll need to, but it comes down to who is the stronger candidate to deal with China. And President Trump has mastered the art of the deal, uh, so he says, and he's been very tough on China, but I mean, there's not just the bright side of it, which is giving the money to the farmers, the, the money from the, the tariffs on China as a subsidy, but also the tariffs effects on manufacturers in the U.S. And it's hurt a lot of manufacturers in the steel industry and other industries, but Biden will have to make the appeal to those in the manufacturing industry. So.
th- those were the major issues that President Trump spoke on. Had to do with energy, trade, and China, for the most part. He also mentioned immigration, that he's also planning to do something with the DACA program and issue an executive order. And as we know, that President Trump has been very stringent on immigration in his administration. So I'm very sure that will continue in this case. Whereas Joe Biden is advocating for open borders, as he says, as Trump says. Whereas the Obama administration actually deported a lot of individuals as well. But it seems like this administration is more hard line on that with restricting a lot of immigrants that are able to come in through this country to get work visas, uh, even paths towards citizenship. So it does appear to be a little bit more stringent with the Trump administration, even though the Obama administration had a lot of deportations as well. Given Biden's record, I don't believe that he'll govern as a progressive because due to his prior history and experience in the Senate and also as vice president, I think he will govern more as a moderate because that's what he's done most of his career. I mean, a lot of these other progressive figures such as Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez certainly could have some influence and impact in the Democratic Party platform, which is with what Sanders originally wanted to do by gaining some traction at the convention to get some of his ideas in the party platform. But I don't think Biden is actually going to do it in office. I don't think he is going to shift radically to the left because he's going to lose a lot of support from the from the center and from a, a lot of moderates and independents. So I don't think he would govern as a more far left Democrat. I think he would govern more as a moderate and because he doesn't want to risk losing any support from independents or if he is elected or other moderates. So that's what I see for Joe Biden. I think he's going to be, if he's elected, he's going to be more moderate, but it remains to be seen if these kind of characterizations of Biden are going to hold any weight from President Trump. As far as on criminal justice and crime, Trump is running ads about abolishing the police. I think he also mentioned that in the press conference. But Biden has said that he will not abolish the police while others on the left are saying that they would like to defund the police. So he can try and tie him to that narrative, but he as a candidate said that he will not. So that might be a little bit more difficult. So that's all I wanted to bring you today. And that's all I have for now. Hope you guys enjoy this one. And thanks for listening. Thanks for staying with me throughout this one. And I hope to have another episode for you next week. And please stay tuned on the channel. I should have an upload every week. Sometimes I have uploads more than once a week. But please leave your suggestions on the channel. And my name is Chris. And this has been the Seller Spark Show.